Ayo, ayo. What's up, people? It's Africa. And Edwin right here. And welcome to the Two Musketeers. Have you been? What's happening? We're in the middle of January, aka in January. Unafilaje? Do you have money? Do you have food? Amo unateseka kama mi talk to us. Yes, just like Africa has talked about it. We are in January. We are in January. January, and, day uh, 52. Hey, Mamzi. <laughs> hey. Somebody says that January has 52 days. I totally agree, man. Yeah. This month is not moving. It's a month that you pray a day could end. But then also just look at this year. Maybe what has been happening within January. You realize that it's in January that we witnessed the elections going down in Uganda. And we had Bobby Wine, one of the very proactive young men over there, trying as much as possible to garner more votes so that he could clinch this particular seat. But it's also at this time that we witnessed a lot of violations and human rights violations happening in Uganda where many people were beaten up, many people were also killed in the process of all this. And Bobby Wine himself was also arrested. I don't know what you think about this Africa. Are we still in a generation where I'll talk about is it called a dictatorship? Yeah, I think um for me I have a feeling that Ugandans are actually waking up and they are deciding their future. You know like back in the days people would be like Museveni, Museveni but right now you know like even for Bobby Wine to just get that courage to vie For me it, it signified how young people are shaking up spaces and are like you know giving this dictatorship a middle finger so yeah i think that to me was so revolutionary although i'm so sad how like Musebeni that old geezer actually used that chance to continue fueling hate against LGBTI people in Uganda because we know it's already hard to be queer in Uganda so you know for a president to encourage that it means more lives are at risk so yeah it's something that i really captured when actually was being in viewed by was it CNN or something yeah. then he boldly say that there's no scientific proof behind any person being born LGBT or something and he also said it's such unacceptable and felt like it was more westernized and something that was being imposed on him as the president so that it be more accepting of the LGBT community personally from what i heard about that interview Museveni is not going to accept any of us in that country and i really fear for my fellow queer people who are staying in uganda right now i think for me i find it very funny i do how african leaders hide behind science when they want to be bigoted and hateful i mean if mm. you're homophobic just say i'm homophobic with your chest and go mm. you don't have to say science doesn't have proof because what if one day we wake up and you know like science is also evolving mm. what if one day we wake up and science has proof what will be your argument again will you run to the bible will you run to tradition so yeah I feel like in as much as people are brought up in different cultural beliefs and traditions we still have to have that sense of humanity when you are human it's more like wearing other person's shoes and also trying to just imagine how would it be if you are the person who was being treated in that particular manner and also just having the virtue of love and loving yourself as you love any other person it's a wake up call for us as a community to think about what's the way forward with all of this and looking at that you remember africa the same 
same way we had elections in Uganda, we've also had elections going on in the US. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, as a person who believes in upholding human rights and the access to justice for everyone, I believe and I feel so proud to have a president like Biden being inaugurated. Yeah, yeah, I think Trump really fucked up America, you know, to an extent. White people can get that entitlement to climb walls and like, you know, demand and throw tantrums like toddlers, you know. Yeah, Trump won, why are you taking this away from us? So for me, I think... Um, Kamala and Biden's win and the inauguration that happened yesterday actually was very like you know monumental like it was a day to be remembered. I feel like the win is like a win for LGBTI people, for women, for minorities, for Muslims because you had Biden sign that executive order that banned workplace discrimination against LGBTI people. So it simply means in America you cannot you know like not give someone a job because they are queer. That is a big win for us. Also when they lifted the ban on, on Muslims and Africans, yeah. For me, I feel it's also a big win for us as the black people yeah. uh, because I feel it's one time that we are now being recognized. And if you looked at the inauguration yesterday, you realized that we had a very proactive artist, to say a poet, yeah. by the name Amanda, Amanda Gowat. I think Amanda Gordon or something. <laughs> <laughs> She's 22, so I'm very challenged. Hey, come on. <laughs> it's not Amanda Gordon. See, Amanda... <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, Amanda Goma. <laughs> yeah, she's Amanda Goman, actually. She's a 22-year-old poet. I saw people um, describe her as the next Maya Angelou, so yeah. I really like that particular bit because I think such a thing would not have happened if it was an inauguration of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> when we have this change, change comes with a lot of things. And if you actually were keen to listen on that piece of poetry, she also talked about revolution. The fact that you have to see the light and if you can't see the light, then be that particular light. A point that I looked at it also for us as queer people that if we can't find that light, let us be the light, but also illuminating on the lives of other people and also illuminating on the lives of fellow queer and LGBTQ persons in Kenya and everywhere else. Looking at also these issues that have also happened in the US and looking at now Biden has got into office and like you mentioned Africa, he has just ensured that it's an executive yeah. order yeah, he signed executive orders. Yes, I feel this is good progress for us as mm. community, but much still needs to be done. We are having elections coming up in 2022, and we are in 2021. I'm looking at 2021. It's always normal in Kenya that people start campaigning a year, and I'm feeling like in just a few months' time, that momentum of election or campaign is going to pick up very soon. Us as a community who have seen what has happened in Uganda, how prepared are we during this time? What are we going to do to ensure that we still keep safe, we still as a community ensure that we are not violated, we are not beaten up just like it happened in Uganda? Africa, what do you think about this? I think for me, uh, you know, you just talked about it right now and it actually hit me that elections are next year. And for me, elections are a period of anxiety and fear because, you know, we're in Kisumu. We are always targeted from the word go. We are in the ghetto, you know. We don't have that security. To add on top of the fact that we are queer makes it even like, you know, double tragedy. So I think 2021 should be the year that organizations and individuals should work towards strengthening security systems Mm. so that by the time next year, if we came... 
we, we are that swift to respond to security cases, kuna safe houses. We can come in if situations zimekuwa tough kwa ground because a lot of people will take their anger on us, you know, if things don't go their way. So security, security, security. I hope this is a challenge to organizations on a skia start working on your security systems as early as January this year. Thank you very much for bringing this up also Africa. But also while we look at this Africa if you've been very keen for the past few months on social media there's this thing that has been going on <laughs> about pap pap ungekun pap pap you know it means like uh, I don't know how to translate this I'm sorry I just talked in our own French language but then there's this conversation going on on social media about pap pap Africa have you come hey. across this pap thing pap <laughs> it's so heavy Mm. and it simply just means in the field there's no catching feelings Mm. you know there's no there's no like you know giving birth getting pregnant and you know pop simply just translates to your field and it actually reminds me of the song Nairobi (laughs) you know like you know like yeah like it goes like is it a merry-go-round stuff? Yeah, I think it's a merry-go-round. And it's very funny how like Corona and, and like, you know, quarantine imefanya tumenormalize cheating, adultery, na usherati na umalaya where... You know, five people can fuck within a circle and they don't care. Mm-hmm. It's now translate to that thing that talk about pap, akuna makasiriko, there's no holding feelings. Mm-hmm. So it means you can just fuck around with anybody, anyone, whoever you feel like without anybody having to ask you why and questioning how you go about it. So it means we are in an open field where anybody you meet just hit and hit, hit, hit. Yeah, it's very true. And mm. I can actually confirm this as an official member of Low Lewis Lake Queens Association. Yes. I can actually confirm <laughs> that papa kwa pap mtu ataki kunyanganya boyfriend or girlfriend you don't cry you swallow your tears and move on which i think it's a very dangerous narrative i mean mm. are we are we having safe sex are we are we taking precautions what's happening really 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 mm. like it means you can just move around with anybody at any time yeah, but anytime. me when i look at this africa mm. personally i'm thinking and i'm looking at it in the point of healthy sexuality and stuff let's say Right now, you have your partner. Your partner is moving around with maybe other five or six people, but still comes back to you. Yes, you don't catch feelings, but then do you really care about your health? Do you really care about your safety in terms of health? Because this person could contract a lot of infections outside there. Aside from COVID, <laughs> your partner could contract you with uh, STIs. It could be UTI. It could also be HIV at worst. But then what are we doing about this? Are we just enjoying the pop thing without taking into consideration the risks that are also associated with this? Yeah. And I think we as young people have this um, behavior where we think we are very invisible. Huh? And the funniest thing is we are so afraid of things like HIV and pregnancy 
not knowing there are other more deadlier, you know, like STIs, like herpes, like genital warts, you know, like chlamydia. You know, we, we don't think outside the box. And I think this is a challenge I do to maybe people our age that in 2021, we should start having safe ethical sex. We should fuck ethically the way I always say. It's that time that we need to be very, very careful in as much as the pop thing is taking over. I'll maybe just urge the people who could be listening to me right now that it still goes back to you as an individual. It's mm. you to take charge of your health, take charge of your sexuality, and you should take charge of the partners that you have in your life. Your health all goes back to you as an individual. It's your own personal responsibility and nobody can decide for you. So whatever it is that you do, Mm. Just still go back to your conscience and look at it. Is this really right for me as an mm. individual? Still on the same thing. When talking about our security as a community. In the recent past, I've had my colleagues and even me, I witnessed a case of my colleague at Empire and even at Club that Place. We know very well that we like hanging out. We like partying. We like drinking. We like dancing out on weekends. But then these social hangout joints are not becoming any safer for us anymore. They are not safe for us anymore because just... In December alone, there has been so many cases of physical attack and abuse, verbal insults at Club Empire. We know very well that Empire has served a safe space for us for a very long time. I'm actually disturbed right now that things are turning around. Things are turning to the worst side and this might not be any safer for us if we don't take action. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think I can attest to that. The last time we were at Club the Place, um, we were attacked in a way that felt very targeted, very specific and to me this attacker felt like someone who spent the whole time like it watch when we were dancing and then he like you know attacked us when we were outside the club does he take responsibility and it's really sad because you know in Kisumu we, we cannot say we've gotten to that point where we accept LGBT folks the way they are but like you know that level of tolerance had grown because organizations like Nyawek were doing sensitization with like you know bar owners and managers and managements and like you know bouncers but but currently that is not there, which I think in a fool, a lot of hate attacks they do because someone can beat up a gay person in like Club Empire and they know they will get away with it. That's why they do it. Juange Juan of Kuzwa, they won't have dared. It's a really, really, really touching issue right now. And as we know that this is going on and we still have to hang out. Now I feel it's a point where our security personally begins with us. It begins with you as an individual. Let's be very cautious whenever we are at this particular social hangout joints we are still yet to look at maybe other hangouts joints like the new joint we have at fabric we are still also yet to confirm the situation at black pearl and also at signature then we'll also advise appropriately if it means that these other places empire and club the place are not going to be any friendlier then we might have to look for other venues that are very accommodative to us as a community so that we don't risk any of our lives anymore i always say take your money where you're respected take your money where you're treated like a human Jew, I don't see the need of drinking 4,000 in a night in a club where you can be beaten for dancing with someone who's the same sex as you and like, you know, people don't care so we should also normalize taking our funds to people who actually respect us. Like currently, I'm, I'm loving the bar, although it's a bit expensive and I know not everyone can afford it, but you know, I don't know, maybe they're tolerating us yet. I'm not that sure but that has been the space for me since I moved away from Club the Place. I like that particular twist and the alternative. Mm -hmm. Let's look at safer alternatives in the meantime as we continue to be very wary and knowing very well that these places are not getting any safer for us. So as a community, it's that time that we need
need to be very very careful even as you hang out with your partners even as you hang out individually at these particular hangout joints basically that has been it to do as a community we really need to still do enough sensitization in line with the same so that we ensure that we continue having safe spaces safe hangout joints because we can't just stay indoors man yeah. it's a weekend yeah. and i know that we need to also enjoy we don't have to be restricted on where we need to go to or where we, mm-hmm. we we don't have to go to because we still also want to enjoy like any other person in the meantime let's look for alternatives but also look at our sensitization mechanism to ensure that we still get to have several other places. Yeah, I actually agree with this. Self space should not only be meetings and organization offices only. A self space should be anywhere because you know, aside from meetings, we are humans with wants and needs. So, usianze ku reason at yo, yembona club asikae kwa nyumba. No, we are not children, we are adults. We need to feel safe in matatus, we need to feel safe in clubs, we need to feel safe in churches. So, just like Edward said, Let's come up with really creative and diverse ways of like you know sensitizing these bar owners because the truth is these clubs are here to stay and also us as queer people we are here to stay. While at it, you know this has been a heavy conversation. Ooh, I feel the heaviness in my chest. <laughs> I think it's more personal but yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. Facebook at the Two Masca Queers, Instagram at the Two Masca Queers, Twitter at the Two Masca Queers. That's it. Basically, drink water, sanitize, hydrate, wash your face, be safe now, muage. Sawa. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>